I'm a part-time rock star, but I go to work. What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 14. Today with uh, Nate Walbert, uh, formerly of Under the Sun, and is now playing with what he calls uh, the Ley Lines. Um, first met him when our bands were playing some shows uh, a couple years ago. Um, he's got some new music out, seems to be doing pretty well on the streaming services, so we talked about that and talked about all things music. It's a pretty fun, festive conversation, uh, lots of different topics. In any case, hopefully everybody's doing okay under the circumstances, and staying safe, staying sane. Um, shout out to the uh, to the healthcare workers. Um, other than that, if for any reason you want to do a podcast, you can always give me a message. Um, otherwise, have a good weekend. Episode fourteen, Nate Wilbert. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast. My guest today is Nate Walbert uh, from the Ley Lines, or Nate Walbert and the Ley Lines. Excuse me. Um, we've played a few shows together, you know, over the past couple of years. You might have been in a different band, Under the Sun, but uh, currently you got your your own project going. Right. So that's what we're kind of here to talk about. So yeah. what's up, man? Not too much, my friend. Just... Uh Living the life, I suppose. <laughs> Trying to stay safe. Yeah. Well, cheers. Salute. Um, yeah. Yeah, this podcast has been kind of keeping me busy um, during all this downtime. I know a lot of people are live streaming. Absolutely. And, um, um, maybe you'll get into that somewhere down the road. Maybe I will. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. It definitely takes takes a rig for sure, it no seems doubt. like. Um, but yeah, maybe you can kind of go into a little bit of a better introduction about what you've been up to lately. Uh, lately. Well, lately I haven't been really up to a whole lot of anything, uh, thanks to COVID-19. Um, what I've been doing during that period, uh, musically, I have started to lay down a few, uh, tracks for, for some new pop stuff that I'm working on, um, and I have also written, started writing a few more songs for uh, my band, for my blues project, and so it's been a little bit of writing, not really any performing, I had a lot of performances canceled due to the, as I'm sure you did too, uh, due to this, um, and we had a lot lined up, um, um, but prior to that, I had just finally, like, finalized my band as a whole after three years, I think it took me to, to get, you know, I got a drummer I can count on, I got a bass player I can count on, and we've just finally found a saxophone player, um, who's playing sax with me, and he's, you know, really awesome, and they're all great guys, and yeah, I mean, we had just got him, we had tried him out, and we did, we ran one audition, uh, one rehearsal with him, and then I had to put everything on hold so doing blues rockabilly that kind of stuff and uh, originals doing a lot of covers also cool yeah i mean um i was just listening to your uh your latest release i think it is and uh as well as the song taking mine which i think will probably feature here at the end of the episode nice and um yeah it's uh 
it's pretty pretty good stuff. And then you have that song "Good Things," which seems like it's doing pretty well on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Too. Yeah. Um, I think I'm up to have almost half a million on SoundCloud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's nuts. I mean, maybe you could kind of talk about uh, your inspiration for writing some of that stuff, and then I mean, I could also uh, give my opinion on what it sounds like too. Sure. But um, yeah, which one you want to I start mean, with? Yeah. Uh, good thing the good things is is older. Uh, Taking mine is also um, it's a it's probably it's definitely not my latest release, but it's my latest release in that genre of like a hardish hard rock rock. Would it, you know? However, you would want to define it. I don't really. It's hard for me to put my music in a certain category of what well, so, it really is it because I. Like- <laughs> It sounds like modern rock, you know. Yeah, fair enough. Exactly. That's almost, almost like you're going towards the Fallout Boy territory. Okay, cool. You know, a I'll take bit. it. I'll take it. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's interesting and it's poppy and it's catchy. Yeah, and you have a good voice, so hey, thanks, man. it's easy to listen to, you know. Yeah, appreciate that. Um, so yeah, I figured I'd just kind of hit you up and see what you've been up to and see in which direction you're going. I mean. Uh, a lot of people I've talked to, it seems like maybe you're going in more directions than one. <laughs> well, that's always been the case, so, man. Always been the case. I, yeah. I. It's not that I, I get bored or I, I get tired. It's that I always want more. I always... There's a lot in here, man. <laughs> There's yeah, a lot in here, it and it's out. so... And especially the older I get, it's harder to... Pinpoint, you think I would find... I mean, I know as a band, I like performing the blues, and I like playing guitar and shredding, and I like singing, I like doing... I love the blues, I love that. It works around here. See, that's the other thing, too, is what what really... What, what will people really... What will the majority get into? You know, it's the Eastern Shore over here, man. Like, Delaware, it's, it's a blues area. It's a good bluesy area, so... Um, and, and it familiar. just has that good summertime feel, so it's, it's just... Uh, you know what? What I've decided, you know, to kind of go with, and it's been what my my groups changed. My bands, the, we were we've done all different stuff. We over the three years, we were started out as doing a lot of pop stuff. To be believe it or not, but quickly realized like nobody around here wants to hear it. I mean, they don't. And so we shifted. Yeah, we did more rock. We different. did harder rock, and then the southern rock, the blues, the even some country we're doing, which I'm not even a huge fan of country, but. I'm, we're doing it, and people people love it. And I'd rather play and have people happy than demand people play. You know, listen to what I have. That I would say, hey, here's a great song. You know, it's not my place to tell them that. So I play the songs they think they're great, and hopefully they think some of my originals are great too because they fall on that medium. You know. Yeah. Well, maybe it's safe to say that the underlining genre that you play is rock. I think always, always yeah. to the core, man. <laughs> um. I know on my band's first album, I kind of just tried to write a rock song with the, the sub-genre involved. So I tried to write like a reggae rock song, a hard rock song, a blues rock song, a pop rock wow. song. Like That's, you know, that's genius. The, the theme of just rock, right. you know, as the core. Heck yeah, um, man. That's, so, that's a genius, li- actually. Uh, thanks, I guess. <laughs> no, no, no <laughs> but, absolutely. No. Uh, it was just fun, really. And it seems like you're kind of on the same uh, same page when it comes to that. You know, you're good at what you're good at, but it's fun to experiment. Uh, no, absolutely. Can... Absolutely. Um, yeah, maybe we should kind of 
talk about the Eastern Shore, man. <laughs> you uh, want to talk about it? <laughs> I, yeah, I would. I think it's kind of fun. Um, last summer, I was actually playing in a Guns N' Roses tribute, and we played a, a fair amount, kind of over there. Yeah, um, that's that's there, man. Many places as yeah, not as many places probably as you have, but I mean, you know, played down at the beach and uh, played over at like Colt Classic. That's great. Um, yeah, brewery. off nice. fifty. Good for you, man. So I mean, maybe, maybe you've been playing. I would speculate Kent Narrows. Uh, or... actually, it it's been a hard knock, uh, and, and mainly yeah. because Starley's got that all locked down. And Starley, I've have had communications with them, and uh, they yeah. they've sort of demanded that I I needed another singer. Well, fortunately, I need a background, <laughs> not another singer, but I need an additional singer. My my uh tc helicon pedal i guess isn't cutting it um <laughs> but um so yeah but my my sax player actually sings and he harmonizes and it's about to yeah, we were about to you know to ch- hopefully change some things around and i actually think we would have a real shot at hitting some of those places up but you know all of those types of places are 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 contracted through the big fish starly yeah they Starly. are. Starly, I bow to you, by the way. You can't see me, but <laughs> they've they've got yeah, it locked down, say. man. It's it's really hard booking gigs, uh, and uh, the gigs that I do get, I've really worked my my my, my butt off for, and uh, you know. Yeah. So I mean, are you trying to book yourself as original, or are you trying to go the cover route? Because I've been doing more the cover route, more the cover routes, yeah, and then I That's and then. Usually the- easier yeah nobody i mean not a lot of places around here are even up for the cover route unless you've already got some sort of a you know huge following and then in which case they're not likely willing to pay for those types of people so it's not an original area i mean in my opinion but what we do is we throw them out there we you know what i'll do is hey by the way guys you guys had fun on that one check this one out this is an original boom and we see how it goes and we get you know good feedback so when we get into yeah, Starly and getting those know. contracts, though, all that ends, unfortunately, and you're not allowed to do that anymore. Yeah. And but it's like, I mean, I just want to play, man. I love to play. I love to entertain people, and I most certainly love when people are enjoying what I'm doing. Um, up, dancing, active, screaming, yelling, hooting, yeah, exactly. hollering. You know, that's what it's all about for me. Uh, I mean, I'd like I, I, I've done theater. I like, I like to entertain. I like to be appreciated as an entertainer. So. I yeah, hopefully that's not too vain. Yeah, no, I would say playing covers is the surefire way to go, and really the only challenging part I think of being in a cover band is probably the singer, just because you're gonna have to play for at least a few hours. Which I mean, I don't know if, if you're comfortable singing that. Long, oh yeah, we've I've done but, it, man. Uh, Three, four hour sets yeah. all day long. I could do it every day. <laughs> Then you're good to go. I think so. Well, I, we, I hope so, man. It's just again, it's just been getting that final piece figured out. I didn't know if I was going to be able to find a sax or have to settle for a guitar player. But I needed that yeah. extra man who could sing uh, behind me. And now that I have that, I think yeah, we have a great have, shot if the music. You got to have those harmonies. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and that's apparently a pretty important to. Getting a contract. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Just being a professional band. Agreed. Uh, eventually, you kind of got to get that that extra stuff in there. It makes a big difference. Absolutely. But, uh, and I agree. And I agree. And I just unfortunately, the, my other band members just 
they tri both try. You know. <laughs> but they're not singers. Are, it's not their. It's not their talent. Not their art. Exactly, and it's scary to sing at first for sure. Yeah, and I don't even care now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'll exactly. sing whatever. I sing Disney it. songs and stuff at like parties and stuff for kids. And like, I have no shame. Like, literally no shame. When I was younger, in fact, speaking on singing, I'm, I hope I'm not taking over the interview or anything. But I used to go do karaoke when I was young and broken, kind of a loser. And I would allow people to pick songs for me if they bought me a beer. So I've sang some pretty. Humiliating songs for a dude to be singing in front of crowds of people, but that's just who I am, you know. It's just I don't have shame. Like, nah, if I was there, I probably would have bought you. Beers <laughs> right? And, you know, yeah, I've sung all the worst ones, man. Feel like a woman and everything else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Sh no shame. No shame, man. You know. Yeah, you got to get over that if you're getting up on stage. I think so. Um, do you have like an online strategy? I mean, given. Well, I I've had you. several. <laughs> I've had several. You have some uh, success, that seems like. What's that? It seems like you have had some level of success online. I mean, as far as success. Getting your songs out there. I think. I mean, I've. I think I've had some some success. Some. Um, yeah, we're hard, not man. saying that people that you got you know nine million followers on Instagram or anything. Well, like that. exactly. I, like, I think I got like five uh, five thousand, <laughs> but you know, it's. Yeah, but I mean, your songs get streams and they're catchy, and you know, it seems like there's something there that you're working. I don't know if if it's a conscious strategy or. I mean, uh, I'll be perfectly honest. I I've like done different strategies at different times. I've, uh, yeah. I've tried things to see how they work. Tried other things to see some work better than others. Some things cost more than others. Uh, That's and in this day and age, man, I'm going to tell you right now. Unless, unless you're already tapped into some bank of networks, you know, yeah. you're going to have to form those networks, and it's uh, it's a lot of work. And you can have the best song in the world. You can have, like, a perfectly amazing song that everybody loves. But if, you, if it doesn't find that right funnel, <laughs> it's going to yeah, sit true. right where it sits. <laughs> and again, I have... Yeah. Almost, I can't remember how many it is, but I have like four hundred thousand listens uh, to good things on SoundCloud. But you, but that's awesome. It's it is it is. But what is it? What does it all account for? Yeah, you know? like what is it? Because it, it, it's 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 it to me it stops yeah, at it some sucks point on SoundCloud, right? Because it's not monetized. Exactly. As far as it's not monetized, so, so and of course, you know, you, you do something great, and you, you know, you've been making music for my whole life, and finally, you know, you write a song that people like, you know, don't put it on SoundCloud, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, if you want to get paid, yeah, if you want to get um, some, if you want to make a coin. Yeah, or maybe there's a way to sort of transfer it to a different medium, because, I mean, obviously it hasn't had the same level of success on Spotify, but it's had some. Right. Did you do a, mu a music video for it? If yeah, Good Things has a music sure. video on YouTube too. Yeah, then I'm pretty sure I saw it. I yeah, just was trying to remember. And I'm not in, uh, I'm not in it or anything. I kind of like I kind of put that together yeah, with like uh, licensed have you, media. Have you have you promoted that with any ads at all or anything um, that? The video, I, I you know I might not have. I might I might not have. I mean, it wasn't my intention to like 
give you a lecture on that or anything. Dude, I'm I'm, I'm here to hear um, any advice and I, anything. I, I know a, at least again my my drummer. He's obsessed with these things and like he always talks about trying to find like an audience to market an ad to because they're pretty cheap. Like even myself, I'll I'll run ads maybe for a show or for a new release, and you. You can spend five bucks or whatever if you want, or you can spend a hundred bucks. Or if you're in a band, sometimes you you'll maybe have a budget for it, so sure. everybody chips in like yeah. ten bucks to run the ad. But you can really get into the nitty gritty of the analytics and everything, and figure out who listens to it. Start and, targeting you know, that. To, yeah, kind of get that video, for instance, in front of the people who are more likely to listen to it in the first place. Okay. Based on people who have. So, I mean, and you and YouTube's, li- YouTube's monetized eventually, so... <laughs> Correct. I mean, I <laughs> you see, I sold I myself even... short by putting anything... I should have I, I personally stayed away from SoundCloud, but I, I went well, there. Well, it's, tr- it's, not, it's not necessarily true, because once you've had a level of success on one platform, it can translate to another. It, I mean, I've seen it, so <laughs> it just takes... You know, it takes luck. But Luck and, stra- and that strategy you're talking about strategy. that I've kind of like, all right, <laughs> I tried. It's it's there. It would, kind of, <laughs> it would be kind of funny and like really flagrant and almost way too bold. But if you just put your Spotify, or I mean your um, SoundCloud plays like that number, like screenshotted it and started that, started your video on YouTube, like started with the number of plays on SoundCloud. Like, people would just respect it. <laughs> yeah. That more. No, that's it's cool. sad, and I'm not saying that nah, you should do that. No, I know but you're if not. if it's had that level of success, then, like... You you, you gotta be nitty-gritty, and, and you gotta... This... The, the music business is not a... It's not it's, it's, really it's, a business anymore. Right. It's, it's just this... I don't even know what it is anymore, to be honest, but it's... Uh, it could be yeah. done, man. You never know, man. And then, like on Spotify, maybe you get it on a playlist or something like that. Um, that's a, that, I, I was trying to do that, and that's you know, and I actually did, I did some shares where you could upload a song as long as you were streaming the playlist, and so you got a little bit of yeah. you know. That's to me, it's not you don't get a return for playing that playlist twenty four you know, all the time. Like it just dwindles out. Yeah. It seems. Everybody kind of gives it a listen the first week. We're into it, we're into it, and then everybody slowly backs but up. It's funny, like, you'll see bumps in your numbers if someone does add it to their playlist. If they have, like, even a small following, you know, you'll see that in your... That'd for be those great. who don't know, I guess you get a Spotify, but then if you're uploading songs to Spotify, they give you a Spotify for artists account. Okay. See, and my distributor's been doing that f- all that for me, so I don't. I didn't okay. personally put that on Spotify. It was put there for like for me, as I well as all the other. It. I mean, because you've had literally a thousand times more success online than I have, and even I, in my boring small amount of numbers, really I still kind of find it fun because you you know you log in and you see where people are listening. I, uh, so I don't even yeah, use Spotify, really, so I don't know what my numbers are there. Like, oh, <laughs> oh what's uh, you have six thousand streams on Good Things, which is pretty good, man. It's not um, bad. I think you need 
it's either a thousand or ten thousand streams to be monetized. So you should definitely look into it. Okay. The other thing is you don't even need a Spotify account to um, get Spotify for artists. Okay. This is free. It's free. I mean, you you pay for their free plan. Or wait, yeah, you don't pay. <laughs> it's just a free. It's a free plan you sign and up. And what for. does that do? Just gives you like uh, access to different playlist curators and stuff like yeah. that, or not necessarily, but it, it gives you the numbers on uh, okay. a daily basis of who's streaming and where, and some basic numbers, basic analytics. Um, which for you is probably more interesting than mine. Okay. <laughs> I don't. Hey man, I don't no. look at mine. I got good respect for you, much. man. I enjoy your. I enjoy every, but, all your music. I stuck around Thanks, and watched. Man. I watched this show, bro. When I I could have left, I could have I could have bounced, but yeah. I enjoy you. you. You guys are good, man. I, I really enjoy Hollow's Reef, bro. I appreciate it. Like like somebody added their uh, our new song uh, in Sweden to their playlist, and like I could see the obvious bump in numbers, and it's you know only in the hundreds of streams. It's not in the thousands, but. Dude, I mean that's, that's cool. uh, my, nothing. Yeah. None of mine's been added to any list that I didn't like. Sign up and be like, yeah, I'll listen to your list every day and all this. You know what I mean? So that's pretty <laughs> impressive. So you should be proud of that. You should definitely be proud of that. Yeah, I mean, and I guess all maybe that uh, I don't know if I've done anything, but there are groups on Facebook where you can just sort of join that. You know, it's like quid pro quo, scratch people's back. You know, right. you give them a follow on Spotify or something, and they follow you, or right, or you just kind of like it feels like a contest almost. Like you just enter your song and you're like, eh. No see, I've done that. I, I won semi final. I won a semi finalist award uh, for song of the year contest for good things. So, eh. it's a good it's a good song, man. Like it it's makes a, sense. People it's want interesting, to you know. It's just a it's just a random uh, thing I kind of put together, put put out there, like put together. It all just sort of happened, like I <laughs> just yeah, like all my songs, it just sort of happened. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell people because I don't know what to do myself. <laughs> like certain people have told me, oh, you need to do these like packaging marketing things for your stuff and like i've definitely thought about it but you know at a certain point i'm also just interested i think i'm mostly interested in playing live at the end of the day so yeah um this podcast though has been kind of fun to do on the side yeah. as well because it helps i, 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 you I, I enjoy people around yeah dude there. it's really a great thing you're doing man it's really like like noble, so, <laughs> like you're you're kind of kind of looking out for Maryland musicians right now. Like I think that's a pretty pretty cool thing for you to do because I'm not. I'm I'm growing vegetables for myself. Like where, you yeah. know what I mean? No, so, that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. you got to stock up. It's quarantine. <laughs> well, you never. Uh, everything's but, getting expensive, uh, bro. I'm like, uh, I'll think of. <laughs> yeah, not not to be too like uh, sappy or poetic or anything, but <laughs> my favorite songwriter who had like looked up to he in his songs would sort of like use his friends as inspiration for the for the songs yeah and kind of make them feel like rock stars and so i always admired that i was like absolutely yeah, yeah that's cool like why not try to make people seem cooler than they are <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, like and the podcast seems like a fairly simple way to do it hey, heck yeah, so 
I mean, I would take an interview if somebody wanted to interview me. Right, no doubt. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, are you yeah. sure? <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. Of course I'll do it. No, but it, it, all it is is just to try to get people's names a, a little extra something. Well, I really appreciate I, it, bro. And your your friends not. might listen to this if they don't hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm losing friends with this. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, yeah, exactly. We all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So yeah, at this point of the podcast, we took a little break. So I figured it'd be a good time to run Nate's song "Good Things" here in the background, and uh, you can find that on iTunes and Spotify. Anyway, we'll return a sec. One day when you least expect it, something good's gonna come your way. So keep your eyes open, cause you're hoping we'll become reality if you don't let it walk away. Even though love is blind, you get what you deserve in time. So never sit and wonder and underestimate your ability. Just make me look cool or something. Because it's just yeah. for... Well, luckily, you don't... Luckily, you don't have to worry about it being a video podcast. I don't know how to do that. Oh, yeah. No, no. Dude, uh, it's a lot maybe, more editing. Maybe one day. A lot more editing. You could exactly. do it. You could probably do Plus, it, like, with Skype. Uh, and, like, do you have the two screens where you see yourself and me right now? Yeah. You can use, like, OBX or something like that and, like, capture just my square, capture just your square, and then you'd be able to move them around and put, like, banners and be yeah. I know a lot about that that sort of stuff. I just hate yeah. you. your videos, by the way, too. Yeah. Your your guy that does this. I was I think I reached out to you about that once and was like, "Who does yeah, your videos?" That's my, and that's my drummer. Because um, the videos the are right, dude. Always, Those yeah, videos are he right. Was really into that world. <laughs> and I like I have uh, like uh, you know I have like good camera like good cameras and stuff. Like this is like uh, what the hell is this? Yeah, the Osmo Action. Like I have good stuff to do it. I I don't mind filming. I don't mind all that. I can't stand yeah. video editing, man. And I'm good at it, I think. Like, I'm pretty good at it. I fucking hate it. <laughs> like, it is the most yeah. ticky-ticky... Like, watch the same clip a hundred times just to cut it down to the perfect millisecond and... Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's... I haven't gotten into that myself, but... He's pretty good at it. He's and, damn good uh, at it. I'm sure... I'm sure there's other people out there, too. Uh, but yeah, um, takes a certain type of person, I think, <laughs> to do enjoy it. Yeah, well, I mean, if you pay somebody, I mean, yeah, but see, that's the thing, man. Sure. Like, if you were like, "Hey, bro, uh, I'll give you three hundred dollars to edit my music video," I'd be like, "Bro, it'd be an honor, but I'm gonna need like three thousand. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. do you see what I mean? Like. That's yeah. that's what it is. It's like I could do it, but it's gonna you're gonna have to really put some money in my face for me to really be like, okay, because <laughs> otherwise ugh, it's horrible, man. Yeah. <laughs> Word. Um. So I kind of have like some standard questions that I ask people. Sure. Um. But lately, I've been doing a little segment on the podcast, which is like rapid fire questions, which are just like either or. Like, basic bullshit. Okay. Like, you know, iPhone or Android. Gotcha. Stuff like that. Okay. Dogs or cats. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's good. Uh, so, 
If you don't mind, we'll start with that. So, uh, are you a dog or cat person? Dog. Jameson or Jack? See, I'm going to pass on both. Uh, Xbox or PlayStation? PlayStation, but I'm not a console guy. I'm going to have a PC. You All need right. to put PC in there, bro. <laughs> Mac or PC? Ah, PC, definitely. <laughs> Taco Bell or McDonald's? Taco Bell, 100%. Word. Uh, black coffee or coffee with creamer? Iced coffee. <laughs> neither, neither. That's good. <laughs> yeah, neither. No, I'm not I, a coffee guy. I like that answer. That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Um, online shopping or shopping in the store? I mean, online at this point, but it depends. Yeah, what, you know, it depends on what maybe. you're going for, I think. <laughs> but yeah, online is definitely more convenient. Uh, pancakes or waffles? Waffles. Ocean or the mountains? Ocean. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fuck. Now, Stones the one by Beatles. my girl behind me would be the opposite, but. Yeah. Um, Stones or Beatles? Stouch. <laughs> Stouch. All right. Stouch. You're the, fir- you're the first first tally on the Stones. Really? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. everybody goes Beatles. Who are you been interviewing, I mean, I, man? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I know. I should say the alternative is like Zep, right? I mean. It should really be a three-part answer, possibly. Stone nah, Beatles man. I'll be honest. The Beatles, they're little to no influence on my... Mm. And now, look, I might get some scrutiny for that, but I'll be honest. For all those people out there who agree, like, I'm not really a big fan of yeah. the Beatles, man. Uh, maybe, like, uh, uh, a song or two. They, you know. Uh, Taylor Swift or Lady Gaga? Probably Gaga. Yeah, definitely that's, that's Gaga, I mean, but definitely Gaga, but... Yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt or George Clooney? Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably with you on that one. <laughs> um, yeah, those are, uh, are kind of like my general rapid-fire questions. Yeah, that's cool. That's interesting. I, I just feel like... <laughs> just random shit. <laughs> fun. Yeah. Um, but I have more, I guess, serious questions, too, you know, uh, as well. Okay. Are these uh, rapid-fire? Obvious questions. No, okay. not right. we're out of that segment now. We're back to regular conversation, and I guess the the most obvious question is, you know, what have you been up to in the uh, in the quarantine here? I've been uh, well. I started Minecraft server back up. I had a Minecraft server five years ago. It's weird, really off topic, off music, but uh, I had a Minecraft server that was pretty successful. I had to shut down for personal reasons. Sitting around doing nothing, started that back up. Um, yeah. and that's been doing great, like, phenomenally great. Um, and then, uh, started a vegetable garden, slash garden, whatnot, I've been out hand-tilling everything, like, we've got a whole bed, uh, I'll send you a shot, I'll send you a shot away, then, <laughs> a picture, but, um, and then I've been playing a little, little my, my, my acoustics here, I'm playing around a little ass, uh, and singing, of course. Um, and uh, um, but I do you again, work on sing- what's that? Do you work on singing, or do you work on playing? <clears throat> um, or or did you used to? And is that how you kind of got going? Or well, I've sang my like my whole life. Like it's just been something that all the kids sang in the car, kind of thing, growing up. Yeah. Uh, and then what really? allowed me to learn a lot about myself and really 
like unlock a lot of like professionalism in my singing was just doing some theater. Um, nice. I did. I played Chef Louis. <laughs> I played Chef Louis in The Little Mermaid um, at the Everett Theater in Middletown. Just this random thing, and like I don't know if you remember that movie or like it's very operatic. That that part like it's it's so you like vibrato and a lot of the like the i didn't even realize that what for what vibrato was until i like went into theater and it's only because i guess i was forced to use it in theater i never had been forced to use it anywhere else and like i kind of taught myself vibrato (laughs) like uh based off of that like i need to come up with this sound how are they doing that kind of just i mean i'm pretty much taught myself what I needed to know to do what I needed to do and doing that really was I guess a lot of what theater did for me was it made me have to sing a lot you have to practice you're going to rehearsals in three days and they're expecting you to have this so you're sing- like it's like and I find myself in normal life kind of go- going periods without singing just no need no yeah. reason and maybe not compelled to sing for what you know what I mean. And just like I'll, especially now with all this nonsense, man. Like I have not been singing a lot, but I also feel it's like I have two theories on music. As far as I, I, I do think a break. This <laughs> might seem crazy because I, I think any professional would say practice every day, every day. Play replay your guitar every effing day. But have you ever put it down Maybe. for two months? Literally, and stopped. And picked it back up. You don't lose as much as you might think. And it puts it in like a different approach. It, you see it and feel it a, different, a little bit differently. Which, in my opinion, opens the light to some other things maybe you would have never tried had you didn't put it down and you picked it back up and now boom what the fuck did i just do i never did that before that's awesome and now you get this whole new like energy in your playing that i think if you played every effing day non-stop you're gonna you're gonna lose that randomness that spark of creativity and i think it's the same with any instrument and i think it's the same with singing um Put your, give your voice the damn break. You do need to sing every effing day if you do great, but but stop singing for for a month and then try again. And it's weird, like it's almost like new muscles are built. I don't I don't know, um, but I think giving it a break gives it a you know there's there's something to that. Same with the guitar. I'll stop playing guitar for a little while, come back, and I feel like wow, like I'm even better. Like and maybe I'm not, but. It, 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 it just gives your body a chance to kind of like reset and come back new to, to yeah, your, the, your art. Yeah, man. I think that was a good rant there. I'm a rambler. There's sorry. A, <laughs> I don't know that you're actually giving me inspiration that this needs to be a video podcast because for people listening, I feel like especially for, for someone like you, it's even way better. If it were a video, so I see you getting into this rant. Nah, dude, I, but, I, I'm um, passionate. I, I, music's yeah, no, been my good. mistress for as long as I can remember, man. It's, it's then, always been based there. On, and yeah, and kind of based on what you're saying about taking a break and all those things, like I feel like I could say a lot about that 
in that like I kind of stopped playing music almost altogether for a few years while I was working on getting a, a job and, and kind of doing school and doing that whole thing. And then when I got back into it, it was like this massive fire. Yeah. Kindling. It's, 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 it's insane. And you did, did I mean, did you come back yeah. and did you suck? No. You came back and you had no, no, no. probably a, most of what you what you left back there, but you also and you maybe you you know maybe your dexterity went down a scooch. However, all that new life that breathed in on top of everything else, yeah. I think, creates a bigger monster than just playing oh, every day and monster, playing every man. day and play the same riffs. Play the same riffs every day. Let me let me tell you, man. Like I. When I stopped playing music, I was a guitar player, and really more of a lead guitar player than anything else. And when I picked it back up again, I was like a full-blown songwriter. You know what I mean? I was just right. like, fuck this. Like, <laughs> I'm not even in a band. I'm not even playing lead parts. Like, let me just start a band and start writing songs. And, and look just, at you. And, and look up, where that went. Ended up writing a, wrote a whole album in like a month. <laughs> exactly, man. Mean? It's a, it, 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 it's so. just that refresh, just a refresh, man, and coming back. And you come back when you're ready to come back. And I think once you feel it, you know it. And oh, yeah. I guarantee you, that second you knew, hey, I'm picking my guitar back up. It wasn't very long before that guitar was in your damn hands, and it, and then it, there it stayed for a while, and then there yeah. it goes the daily again. But I think a good little yeah, because vacation you get sad just. You get sad if you're just looking at your guitar, just sitting there all lonely. I know for a while. Like, <laughs> I agree. Know. I agree. I agree. So yeah, man. Again, there's kind of a million questions I could ask you, both about music and just life in general. Whatever you want, man. But because you gotta edit, the, you gotta God. edit this crap. <laughs> <Not me. laughs> no, this is great. This is great. Um, yeah, I think that I think you'll be on. Just after Joey Harkum, too. So, if you know who he is, um, unfortunately, I don't. I oh, feel like I should. Right, he's a. He's a. Look him up after this. He's a veteran around the scene. Okay. So definitely. Hopefully, the podcast will get some pretty good numbers after I release that episode. Nice. I mean, it's already doing pretty well, but I feel like you're a good follow up, good high energy person. Oh, I got more. So, <laughs> I got more. Yeah. <laughs> this is nothing. So I mean, like. For me, you know, thinking about writing songs, like the two most prominent things to write about are like relationships and personal things that are going on, like, you know, highly emotional stuff. And then the other thing that I like to write about is like concepts, you know, I get, I get fired up about like some strange esoteric concept that isn't talked about very often. And I'll just get on a roll about that, like, if it was in a book or a movie or an interview or a comic or whatever. Yeah. And then I'll just, I'll go off on that. So, like, how do you approach maybe coming up with song ideas or where do they seem to come from? That's a good question. That's a a tricky and interesting question. A lot of my well, you music. Clearly, have no problem writing songs. So no, I don't. And I mean, <laughs> I could write songs a day, man. If I, if I, that would be my dream job. Probably is just I, I like to be a, a song, definitely a songwriter. Just, just because I still have that comfort to not, yeah. be, not be the, the 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 one out front. But I wouldn't mind being the one right here. Like, I got your next one. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. So songwriting is great. Just repeat the question again, because my brain. Uh, yeah, no. So that was a long question, no. but basically, 
what do you like to write about and what gets you fired up to write songs? Okay, so love has been probably one mm-hmm. of my biggest there you go. biggest ones. Uh, and I don't know why. I, I guess because I'm very critical myself. And I'll tell you, writing songs lyrically is one of the hardest things for me. Because I refuse to be a copycat. I refuse to not be original in some fashion. And let's face it, songs have been written about everything at this point. And I'm more a music person. Let's just say that. I care about music. My me and me and me and my girlfriend we get we talk about this all the time. She's a lyric person. I'm a music person, and I do think that it's very important that people understand that those are two different things, and they need to be separated because they're the opposite. I'm over here, and the lyric people are over here. They're worried about what I'm saying, okay? But I'm over here, like I'm only saying things you care about because I know I have to, okay? Uh, well, now, well, you and so, I would differ there. Huh? You and I would differ there, I think, a little okay. bit. Yeah, and that's okay. I get it, man. A lot of people are lyric people, and lyrics are super important to people. And that's why I'm hypercritical when I write lyrics, because I know people are listening, and they're really processing what I'm saying. But to me, to me, I could put my songs in a different language and I would probably enjoy them just as much um, and that goes with any music I listen to a lot of foreign music in different languages I don't know what the heck they're talking about but I fucking love their music um, and so that's so where my inspiration comes is from deep within and really asking myself you know a lot of times I come up with a really cool riff come up with a really cool melody a cool bass line or whatever it all starts with something like that very rarely does it start with the idea of a lyric oh i'm a little i'm a little behind it really rarely starts with a lyric idea for me if you want to hear something that was for me and i don't have a lot of songs like this to be honest uh was written for out of the thought of writing a song so my girl went to North Carolina for family vacation, and I had to stay for work. It wasn't her fault or anything, but she was gone for a whole week. My family, I'm like stuck in this house by myself. And I really started losing my mind. I've, I've been with her for three years, you know what I mean? Like every day we've been together. And so I started losing my mind. And when she got back and I like got over all that, I realized like that was a strong emotion that I really felt I needed to write a song about. And so I did. Um... And it was about that. So I don't really write all my songs like that, though. You know, like, uh, Taking Mine, I had written that guitar riff. And what I do, instead of writing writing music to my lyrics, I write lyrics to my music. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and so Taking Mine, sense. I started with that cool little catchy guitar riff that you hear. Kind of reminding me of, like, Tool or something. Like, it had that like prog rockish feel to me i really like the that original riff and then i asked myself listening to the riff you know what what does this music mean what what type of music is this what is this music condoning you know what you know? yeah and it was it felt like a empowerment song it felt like 
you know, this is my fucking song, like, and, and, and at the same time, I was really tired of just working shit jobs, making no money, getting nowhere, I know that I have some talent in me to make music, but you know, as a musician, you're always asking yourself, well, how much do I have? You know, is music something that's going to be beneficial to mine and my family's life? Is this something? Well, it is, because if I didn't have music, I would go crazy. Um, but, but, but do you yeah, get what I mean? Um, so it's like, how far do you chase the dragon? How far do you chase the dream? And when I wrote Taking Mine, it was like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm going to be a musician, I'm going to write music, I'm going to play music for people, I'm going to, and people are going to hear it, whether they, whether they, you know, I don't, I don't want to say whether they want it to or not, it's kind of just like the, the attitude is, you know what, life's too damn short, I'm going to do me, baby, and I'm going to do what I want to do with my life, I'm taking mine, so, you, yeah. know, you know what I mean, and so the song evolved yeah. from, from a riff, to an idea, then to emotions, then to really, how do I want people to see me? How do I want people to think? How do I want people to feel when they sing this song? Oh, I want them to feel empowered. Well, I want them it, to feel like... Yeah. <laughs> you don't mind me stopping you a little bit. No. I mean, that was an amazing rant. <laughs> I'm, I'm a good. ranter. Uh, you don't, this is a good rant. You don't know um, who your podcast is so right I'm not now. Trying to, I'm not trying to... Uh, interrupt you this no is, please do this is really this is this is perfect if anything i'm trying to sort of add on to that and um i read in a it was a book written by a, a hitchhiker and like I'm a, I'm a big reader and um going on why we like to make music whether it's popular or not and why i think any form of heart, uh, art is healthy for people is if you have a triangle of uh balance you know, in any part of the triangle, there's like three things. At one point, you have, you know, your creative outlet. So that's music. And then you have goals, you know, that can be another area of the triangle. And then you have um, relationships, you know, however you define those. And I think if you can kind of get a balance of those three things, you know, um, I feel like people are, are generally pretty happy. If they're able to have those things in their life, I agree. You know? I agree. I agree. And that's you know. So I'm pretty happy with myself right now. You know, I have those. I get a. I get an amazing woman in my life. We we have children. You know, I, ha I I'm able to do music when when I, when I when I feel the need to. Oh yeah, um, how many kids do you have? I, I, three. <laughs> three oh, between wow. the two of us. Yeah, yeah, man. It's uh, but I love it. I mean, it's doing work. <laughs> How old do you think I am? That's the question I. I think uh, you're. I, I think you're about my age. I'm 29. You're close. I. She's like. I give you a couple. I give you a couple years difference, one way or the other. Probably younger. Really? I'll take it. Now I'm 35, bro. Am I 35? Oh, Will okay. I be 35? I'm gonna be. I think I'll be 35 this year. I stopped keeping track after 21. <laughs> I, I think I'll be 35. I'm pretty sure. We're only 34. I don't know. I'm 30 something. I'm about halfway through 30s. Yeah. Well, in this. She says I'm 35 right now, so I guess I'll be 36. Shit. Nice. 
Well, in this video, I mean, you look pretty young, man. <laughs> I've been blessed with youngish looks. That's what I'm saying. That's why there's like a timeline here. This face is only going to sell so much longer, bro. Like, I'm going to start getting rigging up gray hairs in my beard, bro. Yeah, hey, shit's I, getting I got, real. I think I got a couple, couple white whiskers myself. Right. Um, but no, you don't look defeated by life, which is the main thing. That's the thing that keeps you young. Yeah, I appreciate is it. You can see it in people's eyes and whatnot when they're all droopy and yeah. work down to the bone and they've been pretty much crushed by most aspects of life. Yeah, <laughs> man, I refuse to be that guy. Age, it'll age you like nobody's business. No doubt. So I think it, I think it's important to kind of have things you care about because that's, that's what keeps you it's all about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what keeps you going. So, uh, yeah, cheers. Yeah, cheers, man. I'll do another. Um, we've been kicking ass at this interview, by the way. Hey, thanks, bro. In the sense. <laughs> is this sense, is, that why, uh, is it not, uh, do you have others who are uh, more challenging? <laughs> I wouldn't call it challenging. But, like, I don't need to ask you questions for you to just go. Oh, oh <laughs> so, yeah. Like, sometimes I kind of got to coax people a little bit, kind of give you. them something to to go off of. But with you, it's like, I could talk about freaking donkeys. It's sad, man. You just go off on that. <laughs> it's sad, man. And that's no disrespect or anything. That's just... No, no. Um, I, I, I'm a, a talker, dude. I'm a rambler. And, like, I can literally... And especially when you got, you know, we're talking about things that I'm passionate about. Yeah, man. You want what my I opinion? I, I got an opinion, you know. <laughs> Be careful you, what uh, you ask me because... <laughs> no. You you could probably be a, a reoccurring guest if you want to be. I would love to. Because... Uh, I'd love to uh, be. I kind of check in on you from time to time if you want. Yeah, well, I gotta mean, uh, I got a whole backlog of songs, bro, to feature. We can talk about I mean. them, or um, the point of this is to kind of like promote stuff, you know, that people are doing, and like it works both ways. I can't say I'm completely altruistic in this because, like, yeah, of course, for man. Instance, you you gotta I, you're gonna I'm get a little channel, and hopefully you could get like a following, you know, as a host. Well, right. I like, get it, dude. I, mean, I get it, but but you're doing a bigger service to to me, I think, than than you're. That I'm doing to, to you. I mean, let's face it, man. There's, you can find people, musicians yeah, all day. You can find musicians all day argue. long around here. Especially now. So I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. And I'm glad, you know. I'm sorry I'm not in under the sun anymore. But it's just not. <laughs> it's just not what I'm doing yeah, anymore, but, you know. <laughs> oh, no worries. It doesn't matter. I'm not, I'm not a drummer. Not a... <laughs> I, I don't really find joy in drums. That's where I started. I kind of did it as a uh, hobby, like help yeah, these guys out. I have kind a of story thing. about drumming myself, but uh, effectively, my younger brother was better at it than me when we were both taking drum lessons. And I was like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna be a guitar player." Yeah, and no doubt. Way, way better for me. Well, I um, I, I can play the drums. Uh, I did the drums in Taking Mine. Everything you hear in Taking Mine, I did entirely myself: drums, bass, guitars, everything. So I could play them. I just. So yeah, at this point of the podcast, there was another audio issue, but I did my best to paste it back together. What are some of your favorite places to play? Well, Out your way, maybe. Up, up to this, up to this point, we've been playing at Harbor Shack every year, which is a little uh, 
water side, waterfront, yeah. uh, bar and grill sort of seafoody place. Uh, they decided to have us back this year, I, and I don't think hmm. it was for any other reason than um, the owner's mother's sick, and she put booking to someone else, and I didn't know, and I couldn't get to that person like until, I, and so I think they pretty much booked up. But it doesn't look like anybody's gonna be playing at the Harvest Shack this yeah. summer. I, I mean, I don't think probably. Yeah, I've heard all up. sorts of different things about what's going to happen this summer. Well, that's uh, first off, or... if they said today, though, Brett, hey, you know what? It's under wraps. <laughs> You're free. Do you think people are going to flock back yeah. to the bars, dude? I don't. I think it's going to be a trickle back. If it's a trickle. Yeah. Like, there's going to be people that are like, you know what? I've been scared of disease my whole life and I'm never going out again. Like, I'm not... Uh, you know, I don't know. Like, they're freaking people yeah. the hell out right now. And I don't... Maybe they should be. Maybe they... I don't know. But I'm not, I'm not the one to say. But I'm just saying, like... I kind of am, like, a little, like... You know, I wear my mask with pride. Like, not because they're telling me. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't go out often. But it's fucking scary. And who the fuck knows what... You know... When it gets to politics, yeah, things can mix and match and news and media. And so, so nobody really knows the real 100% full complete truth. And we're kind of all just like, we'll see what happens, I guess. But I, I think that the fear that they've driven into the country over the, like, how can people ever get that out of their head now? Like, could this still yeah, exist? Man. Will this still exist? I don't know. So I, I thought, <laughs> you're doing the right thing, I think, and just accepting like a digital life. <laughs> And I think the more and more you go in that direction, that'll always be there, right? But who knows, man? Who knows, right? Like, if these big upscale yeah. rock pro shows are, like, will they exist after this? It's hard to say. And if they do, will people... So, yeah, at this point of the podcast, uh, the audio file officially crashed. And there's no more copy and pasting. But uh, in any case, I want to thank Nate for coming on and having a nice little festive conversation. Um, in the background, you can hear his song, Taking Mine, which I found on iTunes, and it's also out there on all the other platforms. So definitely check him out or give him a follow if you're interested. And also, if you're interested in possibly doing a podcast, you could message me as well. Otherwise, hopefully everybody's uh, doing all right out there in the circumstances. Staying safe, staying sane. Games are over, the work lies ahead.